The Spiritual Habits Group course is for people who have an interest in spiritual things but struggle to actually apply them to their lives, or people who find it hard to be consistent with their spiritual practices. Highlights include connecting with a community of like-minded others who are seeking to actually practice mindfulness, acceptance, and kindness to themselves and others as a way of daily life, applying behavior science to spiritual principles, and teaching you how to build and sustain a meditation practice that works for you, in your unique life, for your unique preferences. You can learn all about it at spiritualhabits.net. Experience an interfaith learning center, a sacred community, and a spiritual home at One Spirit to be of service in today's rapidly changing world. Explore opportunities in seminary, interspiritual companioning, and counseling certificate programs, and experiential community workshops and events throughout the year. Visit onespirit.org encounter to discover what's possible. That's one, the number one, spirit.org slash encounter. Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast from SDI, the home of spiritual companionship. I'm Matt Whitney. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org. Traditionally, on the last day of an SDI conference, our executive director, Reverend Seifu Anil Singh Malaris, will deliver something of an annual report. We call it the State of SDI, in which he goes over the finances and operations of our nonprofit organization. Afterwards, there is a question and answer session in which he dialogues with members in our audience. So on the last day of our 2021 Renaissance virtual conference, this presentation was delivered over Zoom. And thanks to that program's robust Q&A and chat technology, the session became supercharged with a lot of great questions about a variety of topics. So in this episode, we're replaying that Q&A session. And as a bonus, Reverend Seifu and I recorded an additional Q&A conversation where I asked a few more questions that we didn't have time to get to during the conference session. We really enjoy being in dialogue with SDI members, and we're grateful for your curiosity, participation, and engagement with our organization. So if you're interested in hearing about some of the nuts and bolts of this organization and how it's run, we hope you'll enjoy this conversation. Um, so now we're going to slip into a few questions, and I, it looks like there's quite a few. I, I'm not going to even attempt to scroll through them because I, I know I've got Matt by my side. And um, so, so Matt, go ahead and um, start the process. Of um, okay, first question. Well, this slide should be available after the presentation. So one, we're recording this, and we'll definitely post that in the Whova app. Um, and then, yeah, we've made a note to... Uh, to make these state of SDI presentations available on the SDI companion website. And we'll, um, we'll probably get to that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and we would add that after the year, um, the fiscal year closes and we have our final reconciliation, um, we'll create a little um, you know, snapshot um, that we'll post on the website that shows you the final numbers and um, course, all, we're a nonprofit, so all of these numbers are public information. 
you can you can go and find them on the IRS 990 uh, site uh, as well. But yes, we will post them in a few months once they're finalized. Um, here's a question we love. Are donations tax deductible? So grateful for all you do. Um, yes, they are. They are. And uh, we do have, we launched this this year, a donate button on the website, um, which some of you have utilized. Thank you so much. Um, maybe speak to, we've been talking a little bit about planned giving. Yeah, we have um, a number of initiatives in the works. Um, we have uh, a planned giving professional who's actually uh, in attendance here. She's probably in the audience somewhere. And um, she's been assisting us and will assist us in the rollout of a planned uh, giving campaign and other outreach. And, but we do, I want to echo what uh, Matt said. I want to thank all of you who have contributed to SDI over the last year um, and to our, our diversity fund, which we also need to launch and, and intend to launch before the end of this calendar year. And so, um, very grateful for all of the contributions that this community has been making, um, large or small, they're all deeply meaningful to us. So thank you. Um, we have a question about the spiritual definitions demographic. And the question is why Buddhist, Jewish and other religions weren't mentioned. Um, so, so we're lumped together because the the uh, the information is hard to parse. It's in there in the other category that that um, uh, is you saw. We're going to have that precise information spelled out moving forward, and um, we need to do a lot more analysis of how people identify um, the self-reporting of. Um, uh, religious affiliation just started uh, at SDI. And so we wanna be careful how we, how we announce these numbers, but um, we, will be, we will be including that specific information moving forward, absolutely. Um, is race and or ethnic origin looked at in terms of our demographics? Yeah, only, only in um, to the level that people self-identify and um, so that's, that's really up to all of you. If you uh, want to share that information with us, of course, we'll keep it uh, confidential um, uh, individually and personally. We would just use it as an aggregate. Um, uh, you know, this, this, uh, this conference, uh, we had a BIPOC gathering that was um, quite significant by my standards, certainly. And, um, you know, very rich community is emerging. Uh, there, there were 40 or 50 of us at the BIPOC uh, gathering a few days ago. And uh, Cynthia hosted a, an, um, a breakout group yesterday that uh, where some very rich conversation unfolded as well. So um, I would say that our BIPOC representation is growing and that that segment of that community is starting to manifest quite robustly. Um, so we will, we will, if you volunteer the information, we will keep it confidential and it would be helpful to us, but it's only in the measure of what we receive that we can, uh, that we're able to identify that. Are you, are we able to announce how many people uh, are attending this conference? Over 1500. 
I think it was uh, what is it, fifteen hundred and sixty something is is what I'm recalling off the top of my off, off the top of my head. A, a fantastic number, and um, you know, I was I, I was talk, I started the conversation this morning by saying, "Am I in a dream?" And actually, in one of my dreams, um, I can't distinguish between digital and real anymore. It, it feels so real. To, this encounter has felt so real uh, and alive to me even though it's been projecting through a screen in front of me, um, it hasn't felt that way. So over 1500 people. Um, here's a question that I think we were always asking this. What is the difference between a webinar, an online workshop and an online course? That's a very good question. Um, the the courses are the easiest because they to, that's the part is easiest to, because they run for uh, a far more extended extensive period of time. They're usually the two that we've run have been three months in length, twelve sessions each. Um, our webinars are usually four part series, although sometimes we have one offs and sometimes we have two offs. Um, so they're a little more brief and a little more. Um, general, I guess, is the, is the way I would describe them. Uh, the workshops are, are more extensive, but more tailored. So we had an Enneagram workshop. Um, we had supervision workshops that Lucy Abbott Tucker has run for SDI a number of times and that we are looking forward to her running again. Um, the next one this fall, um, uh, if all goes well. So those are some of the distinctions between them. Um, they are a little arbitrary at the at the margins, but yeah. that's that's basically it. Yeah. We were internally working with some technical differences. So the webinar format and the workshop formats kind of had more to do with Zoom than anything else. So like this call right now is a webinar format where you get maybe two or three presenters on the screen and everybody else participates via chat. And we were tinkering with workshops being the type of Zoom meeting where everybody gets a video, everybody gets audio, there's breakout groups. Um, but we found that that was mostly confusing for people. So we kind of uh, moved away from talking about things that way. And then the courses are just kind of longer format. They tend to be 12 weeks, so hope that helps. Um, will next year's conference be hybrid uh, because Hoover has been so popular and I mean, we all are wanting to go back to live, but is there a way to incorporate both? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think the lessons learned with Hoover have been so powerful and so tremendous that I can't conceive, we cannot conceive of doing uh, any future event that doesn't include a digital uh, component. So absolutely, next year's conference will be a hybrid conference. We will have people live in attendance and we will take the lessons learned from this year and probably continue to use the Whova app actually to allow many more of you who can't afford the expense or the time to travel to Santa Fe, New Mexico um, so that you can all uh, join in and participate in the same way that um, we all have this year digitally. So absolutely, hybrid is our new model.
before we move on to the rest of the keynote clips, I just want to remind you that the recordings of all of our keynotes and all of our workshops are now available for purchase. The full keynote presentations of each of our speakers, all 40 of our workshops, this is over 90 hours of content uh, on spiritual direction, spiritual companionship, be inspired, be challenged, be invigorated by this offering from SDI. It's available for a limited time only. Access to this content is available until July 25th, 2021. So you should act now so that you have as much time as possible to work through this extraordinary content. Uh, the recordings of our SDI Renaissance conference are available for purchase from the SDI store. Please go to sdicompanions.org to learn more. Thank you all for these great questions so far. Um, Renee asks, have we considered investing in a position to specifically network with other existing organizations with similar goals in other parts of the world? Yeah, you know, we, we, we um, have associations with a number of other organizations and um, those have served us well. Um, I'd say that's an area that we're still exploring and figuring out uh, the parameters of um, how we collaborate and what the context for those collaborations may be, what the definitions around them may be. Um, in, a, in a past life, I, I used to manage uh, partnerships for a large corporation. And obviously this is not a corporation, uh, it's, it's a more organic ecosystem. Uh, but it's something that we're constantly uh, giving thought to, and, and we have um, some organizational relationships that have served SDI very well, and hopefully our partners as well. Um, so we will continue to evolve our thinking um, around those as we go along. Um, thanks to Samantha for this question about SDI communities. Um, are there ways to connect uh, regionally, um, wherever people are in, in terms of gathering throughout the year. Yeah. So, so Stephen Crandell, um, whom all of you know, is our director of content and communities, and he is helping to coordinate all of those. So if you have, um, a desire to start one in your area or to connect one that's already existing, you can reach out to him and uh, he will help you um, make those connections. Um, also worth mentioning that the Whova community that we have set up will stay uh, alive for the next three months after, after today and that we are already strategizing. Roy and I had a session this morning um, <clears throat> talking about how we can make a um, forum. Uh, we have a forum actually on our website, but it's, uh, we need to actualize it and update our technology so that it has the same capabilities that Whova does. And, but for now, for the next three months, Whova will be a wonderful place uh, for you to in keep engaging with the community through all of those chats that have been started and all those interest groups and affinity groups that have manifested so beautifully over the last six days, um, those will continue. And uh, we will be putting um, some significant muscle behind uh, making that a reality on an ongoing basis for everyone. Yeah, we've certainly been delighted by the, uh, the Whova communities that have sprung up 
from all of you. And I have had maybe too much fun uh, diving into the haikus and the doodling, but um, yeah, just a really great manifestation of all of you uh, being in relationship and sharing affinities. And we, we definitely want to keep that going. Um, Seifu, can you explain why we now have a tiered system for memberships? Well, we want to cover the, the basis for, for everyone, right? I mean, so we have a student uh, tier, which is um, our most reasonably priced one. We have a standard tier that is um, that has the same price that we've had for the last 15 years. We wanted to keep things, um, uh, an STI membership, uh, reasonable, affordable, and accessible to as many people as possible. Um, so that that uh, main tier, the $79 tier, uh, continues. And um, we now have, you know, we were, some of our expenses were escalating, particularly when it comes to printing and, and uh, mailing costs. Um, so uh, we created this digital and, and actually Matt and Anne led this effort to create a uh, digital presence, which is, beautiful and uh, multifaceted and very rich in its um, capabilities. But there's a lot of us who are readers and we like our magazines and we like our books and we like holding them in our hands. And that's meaningful, um, certainly meaningful to me. And I know it's meaningful to a lot of us. And uh, in, our, in order to cover some of our costs, um, we created two higher tiers that um, more than pay for themselves in terms of the savings, because as you escalate the tiers, you get uh, larger and larger discounts to the conference, to um, our webinars and our uh, courses and other online offerings to our uh, journeys. So um, we wanted to create lots of uh, entry points for people who with different levels of uh, capabilities and also different requirements. Um, so that's why we have four, four membership tiers. Um, Pam B asks, is there any intent to offer training to those of us who are certified spiritual coaches along with my career and life coach certifications? I think we could bridge, I think we could be a bridge to spirituality in the workplace. Yeah, so we welcome um, all of you who are interested in spiritual direction and spiritual companionship in our midst. I mean, that this is an organization of spiritual directors, spiritual companions, spiritual guides, um, and that is the central focus of SDI. But there's clearly lots of overlap. And so uh, regardless of which particular discipline you're coming from, if the modality of spiritual direction and spiritual companionship is something that moves you and you want to add to your toolkit, um, you're very welcome. And then of course, we're a learning community and we're always willing to explore wherever um, uh, things are leading us. But, but I just want to emphasize that we are a community of spiritual directors and spiritual companions first and foremost. And uh, that's, that's our focus. Um, Two-part question from Holly, both of which are great. I'm wondering what you are doing to reach out to people who are seeking spiritual directors from emergent populations, especially those who are younger, spiritual but not religious, interfaith, interspiritual, or do not identify according to a label. That's part one. Part two. Yeah. Is <laughs> I'm not going to remember part two, so let me answer part okay, one. Okay, fine. 
Um, so, so yes, we we are trying to. You know, we have the new contemplative program, as you can see from the member demographics that we started this presentation with. Um, that's where SDI's phenomenal growth um, is coming from. Is from those constituencies that, um, or some of the constituencies that that uh, the person just asked about. Um, and we are very focused on on growing, you know, and I'll say this more personally and spiritually as well as is the the tremendous um, healing potential of this practice of spiritual companionship of this ministry of spiritual direction of this uh, calling of spiritual guidance, however you might want to define it. This is a very powerful modality and um, all of us at SDR are committed to sharing it as broadly as possible to as many people as possible as we can uh, as we can reasonably reach including um, uh, communities where marginalized communities underserved communities um, uh, communities for whom uh, spiritual direction and spiritual companionship has been out of reach. Um, so uh, lots of different ways that we're thinking about um, growing our ability to connect uh, across those. Um, the second part of that question has to do with the term spiritual director. Um, as most young people and independents don't resonate with being directed and don't respond to that language. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we have uh, multiple terms that we use. I mean, the, 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 there are spiritual directors, there are spiritual companions, there are spiritual guides, there is, there, you know, you, you can call yourself in many different ways. And as long as we remain true to the core of our practice, to all of those modalities of deep listening and respecting um, the agency of those people who we companion or, or, or um, associate with, partner with, walk with. Um, there's lots of different names and um, people should adopt the name that they're comfortable with. And I think there's enough room in our community to cover um, that broad spectrum. There's not unanimity in terms of uh, the term spiritual direction. It means lots of different things to lots of different people. The same is true with spiritual companionship. It also means lots of different things to lots of different people. And so those are terms I'm more focused, and I think SDI is singularly focused on the essence of our practice, on the heart of our practice, which is um, its healing uh, potential and its, and its ability to, to assist people as they find their way to the divine, the universe, God, um, however you might describe that, that um, universal essence that moves through all of us. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm mindful of our time. It's quite yeah, I think we're running out, yeah. Um, there's so many more questions. I feel like I, we should do this more often. Um, more often. Let's take a couple more. Okay, um, can you please explain the diversity fund? So we have a, a scholarship fund um, that is focused on uh, helping folks from, um, from, from communities, from economically and um, disadvantaged 
and underrepresented communities in our midst that we've been building up over the last three years. Uh, the Coordinating Council of SDI has also uh, made a significant contribution to that fund out of um, SDI's longer term reserves. And we are about to announce um, uh, that in the next two, two or three months, applications for scholarships for people who want to become uh, spiritual directors, spiritual companions, spiritual guides, um, will be taking applications and we will be favoring. Um, it, they, are, they are designed and focused for people who really need a leg up um, to be able to accomplish their goals of becoming um, spiritual directors or spiritual companions. Can you break down the cost of the conference? There are a few questions about that. You know, $400, $500 is kind of a lot of money, but um, it, it goes a lot of places. Yeah, so, um, you know, for this digital conference, obviously we have uh, more, you know, the, the staff, all of us who, and contractors who support this event, who um, um, make it come to life and uh, there are costs associated with all of us. Um, we have technology costs, we have um, infrastructure costs and PCs and machines and rent and all sorts of things. And um, all of those costs are factored. We're a nonprofit, obviously. So, um, you know, um, break even is a good result. And uh, that's actually the ideal result where we're covering our expenses and able to grow our programs. Um, and then we try to make our pricing as accessible as possible in all circumstances to, uh, and that's why our scholarship program for this conference in particular was so robust. Um, we do, we would like to welcome everyone regardless of your ability to pay. But that, those are some of the costs that go into, into our pricing. Maybe go to the last question here, Matt. Yeah, sure. Um, is SEI open to creating an ongoing research component, possibly with a database that can be updated as data regarding the practice of spiritual direction within a variety of research questions? I should say with a variety of research questions. Yeah, uh, yes. Sounds good. <laughs> we would love to do that, yeah. So there's so many things on our sort of dream list, I know. Um, I love that presence back copies are now available digitally and I have a subscription. Could you ever consider setting it up more like a Kindle or ebook version um, where we could copy paste and print out articles, et cetera? Yeah, I think, I think we're constantly exploring ways to, to make our offerings more accessible. And uh, as you've all seen, we've done a lot of work and, and uh, Matt, you and Anne and have principally led the charge here to make um, our, our journal and our various other publications and SDI Press as accessible to as many people as possible at an affordable price point or if you can't afford it uh, through scholarships. So um, we are committed to this practice, to this calling and um, to disseminating as much information about it as possible in as many ways as possible. Constantly innovating around that. Um, okay, one more. All right, fine. Any plans to develop a formal certification for prescribed levels of training? We get that one a lot. 
Um, so, uh, so SDI is not a certifying body. Uh, we never have been uh, in our 31 year uh, history. We're here to support the community. It is a learning community. It is, we are an educational nonprofit. Um, there's a lot of great formation training programs out there and um, um, in lots of different modalities. Um, you know, I would argue that I'm in one as a, as a Zen monk in a very unique one uh, of my own. And there's lots of different ways that, that people um, get accredited and certified. But uh, SDI is not a certifying body and hasn't been in during its history. Um, and yeah, you answered this. We talked about this already, but just a lot of questions about local communities and how people should connect with one another regionally. Yeah, I think I think um, uh, Stephen Stephen Grandel is the person for all of you to 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 speak to. He's uh, he loves uh, doing this work and um, he's very committed to it. And he'll be glad to support you and answer your questions. Uh, you can use the Hoover board. Um, to set up a board around that. And I, I can ask Stephen to set one up actually. And uh, so we can get your, all of your um, interests and questions and, and uh, desire to create communities um, um, posted up there and answered up there. So that concludes the Q&A portion that we did during the conference. And now I'm gonna play for you the session that Reverend Seifo and I recorded the other day. Uh, with some additional bonus questions that we didn't have time to get to. Here we go. Okay, so Reverend Seifu, during the conference, we did a Q&A session, which was really fun, and we did not get to all of the questions. So you have graciously volunteered to do this bonus session of questions, uh, which I pulled out from the chat transcript. Uh, so I thought I'd throw a few of these at you now. Thanks for, thanks for your time. Sounds good. Okay, so here's the first question. What's the process of joining the coordinating council? And are there plans to add uh, some diversity such as a new contemplative, a younger person, or a Spanish or Latin American native? So the um, coordinating council submits applications whenever a position or positions becomes open on the, on the council. There are currently no opening, uh, no open positions because everybody on the council still has uh, at least a year on several, uh, have at least another year on their terms. Um, we are always looking to diversify in all sorts of ways, um, you know, across age, across uh, race and gender and religious and spiritual orientations. Um, so all are welcome, all qualified spiritual directors and spiritual companions, and you need to have at least five years of service, I believe, before you can apply. And just to clarify, those five years are service to the organization or to spiritual? No, I said practicing spiritual companion or spiritual director. There are a lot of questions just around, like, when are we, can we ever talk about spiritual direction and their topic of interest. So like spiritual companionship and therapy, spiritual companionship and anthropology, spiritual companionship and psychedelics. These are just a few examples that came up in the chat. So I suppose the question is a bit broader, just how do we discern 
what other topics to talk about around this uh, essence of spiritual companionship that that we are um, united around as a community? Yeah, you know, I, th I think we welcome all uh, discussions from from sincere and genuine practitioners around whatever areas of interest they have and whatever areas of specialization they have. Uh, what we had at the conference was a good example. Uh, you know, we had a, a kind of a message board where people could create their own topics and invite others to join them in conversation. And that worked really well. And so we are working, we on staff are working on seeing if we can extend that um, an easy to use system for the entire STI community um, so that we can you can all congregate, we can all congregate around areas related to spiritual direction and spiritual companionship that are of interest to, um, to us collectively. Okay. Great. What are we doing in regards to outreach? Um, have we considered doing outreach and offering spiritual direction in various other instances and modalities, such as to university students um, or, or doing broader outreach internationally? Yeah, you know, we're constantly thinking um, about ways to spread the word about our calling and our practice. Um, so we've considered outreach in you know, the corporate environments in the world of business. And, and certainly there's a lot of us who work in prisons and who work uh, with homeless folks, who work with disadvantaged folks, um, who work with addiction issues. Um, there's really a, a wide range of outreach going on. If, if you're asking um, SDI as the holding organization, uh, doing formal outreach in those spaces, um, we're constantly evaluating. How might we incorporate other voices into our offerings? And in particular, if someone wanted to write for Presence Journal, uh, how would they go about submitting work or engaging that process? Well, you know, we're, we're in the process of um, reevaluating um, some of our criteria around presence. And we would like a, a much greater diversity of voices to come in. And there's a set of guidelines and you can submit. It's a peer reviewed journal. Um, so there's a set of published guidelines that we have. You can find them at the um, SDI website under presence guidelines somewhere. It's yeah. in there. And um, but we are, we strongly encourage and would very much like to see a greater uh, diversity of spiritual, religious um, voices in our mix, as well as, um, you know, multicultural, multinational, multi-faith. Um, we, so we welcome those. Okay, last question. The conversations in Whova were really rich and broad and super engaged and people loved it. Um, how can we keep this going now that the conference is over? Uh, and is that something we could port over to our website? Yeah, so that's, we were just talking about that a little, a little while ago. And um, 
yeah, the staff is is actively working on a set of offerings to make that that um, hoover like space available to all of our members. And um, it'll piggyback off our website somehow. We're not exactly sure yet how the exact technical procedures, but we're um, looking into it very actively. And I would expect that um, within a short time, we'll have some kind of solution where um, we have that facility for the community to engage interactively with each other um, through our online offer, through our website or some related uh, network that you can piggyback on uh, through the website. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, speaking for myself, I know we're working hard. Our priority is to make, uh, well, I should just say to create a, a space, uh, an online space where spiritual companions can come together and be in community with one another. And, you know, how we get there is we're, we're, we're working on that. You know, the website is, is one way, but there might be other ways too. So we are actively having those conversations right now. And that's all I'm able to share here on this podcast with you today. The SDI Renaissance Conference was amazing. The questions still linger and our spiritual companionship community is living those questions. Uh, if you did want to access all of this content, the full versions of the keynote presentations, as well as dozens of workshops on spiritual direction and spiritual companionship, those are available for sale on our website, sdicompanions.org. Also, you'll hear soon about our next year's conference uh, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. God willing, uh, depending on pandemic, of course, and everything else. But we do have some save the dates for you. Those are May 10th through May 15th, 2022. There will be a lot more to say about that in the weeks ahead. So stay tuned. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org. Thank you.